Welcome to Empowering Business Women by Brenda Regiment. This program will focus on all aspects of women-owned businesses from a financial education standpoint. Get ready to learn about resources you can use for loans, tax advantages, real estate, and leadership. Now, here's your host, Brenda Regiment. Welcome to Empowering Business Women with Brenda Regiment. We are now Facebook Live. Like our page at BD Tax and Finance Group. And you can also friend me at Brenda Regiment. Today, we will be discussing about business loans and the application requirements. Our guest speaker is Alex Amaya, Vice President of U.S. Bank. Without further ado, let's welcome Alex to the show. Alex, can you please give us a little bit about your background and experience? Yeah. First of all, Brenda, thank you for having me. Uh, Realize this is an important uh, quest that you have, and you're trying to educate as many people that you what you have reached to. So uh, for me, it's a pleasure. Uh, Alex Amaya started has a um, in agriculture. Basically, my my degrees are in agriculture. I I am a native of El Salvador, and I went to uh, the National School of Agriculture. I got my first degree there. After graduating from the school, I went to work for two financial uh, yeah, two financial institutions in El Salvador. Um, both of them uh, were to give loans to uh, small farmers. Um, at some time, I was handling some uh, loans that either to buy, um, you know, cattle or uh, put up a, uh, a bee farm or somebody who wanted to uh, do farming in uh, like cotton fields, corn and all that. So I worked for that uh, for those financial institutions for about four years. Then, in 1979, I came to the United States uh, with purpose of going to school. Uh, situation in El Salvador uh, make it a little bit difficult for me to uh, start going to the university immediately. So I have to wait a couple of years until finally I was prepared for that. But uh, I went to UC Davis. UC Davis was uh, the university who gave me the opportunity to uh, not only to give me credit for the education that I already have, but also gave me the, the financial aid that I needed in order to complete my education. Having graduated from UC Davis with uh, a title of Agriculture and Business Economics, I went to work for Foster Farm for a couple of years and uh, chicken business was not for me. So I went to back to San Francisco, where I used to live, and then I just walked into one of the branches of Wells Fargo Bank, and I said, I have experience in lending, um, so would you guys be interested in talking to me? We got a nice uh, uh, branch manager who uh, I met with, and, and he immediately asked the uh, the assistant manager or the sales manager to talk to me and the lady was from El Salvador. So I was really surprised that I have so many people from El Salvador and working in the financial field, but uh, she knew about my school, she knew about the, the education that I had. So they thought that I was well qualified to take on to doing mortgage loans for the bank. And that was at the beginning when the banks started doing mortgage loans in the branches. So I. I did that for about a year. Then my professor from UC Davis called me and I said, I think I have the right opportunity for you. I need you to go contact this company. They have a, uh, 
they have sales in Central America and the Caribbean, and so you might be good for that field. So I, because of my agriculture experience and knowing I'm having work with raising uh, or farming with um, tomatoes, onions, and all that, I went to work for them for a couple of years uh, in the uh, sell, selling basically vegetable seeds uh, to the farmers in Central America and the Caribbean. Uh, that industry went a little bit into, into a recession period, so I decided to come back to the financing field. So I went back to my old branch in, uh, in San Francisco, and, I, and at that time they gave, me, they gave me the opportunity to become a business banker. Uh, having been successful in business banking, helping many of the local businesses in San Francisco either to get financing or either to get uh, merchant card services such as accepting Visa, MasterCard, or that, which is one of the things that we were developing at that time. And um, so the opportunity came for me to come and work in here in Sacramento. My district manager moved to this area. He recognized my potential, so he hired me and made me a branch manager at West Sacramento branch uh, back in 1994. I worked for Wells Fargo until 99, always with the focus on business banking. I was branch manager with them and always outreaching to the small business community in West Sacramento and Sacramento and got involved with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce at that time. Um, got into the board of directors and uh, served in 2002. I served as president of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, call them the chairman of the board. And uh, at the same time with them, we had the same type of, I have the same type of uh, initiatives in which is how to outreach to the small business owners, educate them, and to let them know what is needed in order to be prepared to uh, come to the bank and apply for a loan. So doing the same thing that we're doing today, uh, mm -hmm. basically talking about, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Can you get a loan from the bank or do you need to go and get financing someplace else? And Absolutely. getting financing someplace else is usually a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you can qualify for financing from a financial institution or the bank that you're banking at, that might be um, an easier and cheaper way that you can go forward. I love it. I love it. Very <laughs> impressive. Very impressive. I happen to know him personally. He's him and his wife have been in, you know, a, a lot of, of our events and we do, you know, love this couple. I know he's very um, he's an expert uh, business lending. You already heard his resume or bio. And uh, today we are very happy to have you here because Thank we want to get all this information out of you so people can, yeah. you know, start yeah. preparing, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. let, let me tell you, back in 2001, U.S. Bank decided to approach me. And because of my uh, involvement in the community and serving in different boards in the community, they thought that I was probably a person that it will help them to outreach to the small business community in Sacramento. So I, again, I was given the opportunity to be branch manager at West Sacramento branch for US Bank. Five years that I worked with them. I work also in the Davis branch uh, and most uh, 
the latest branch that I worked was here in Elk Grove. Okay. Uh, always with that same initiative that I always have. Mm-hmm. How I can get out of my branch, go out in the community, business small business owners, educate them. And on, through that path, I met you. Uh, mm-hmm. We have done several seminars together. And we always with that opportunity about what can we teach the small business owners how to do better. Absolutely. Looking at all of that, US Bank now gave me the opportunity back in 2012 to uh, promote me to be the sales manager for the small business uh, banking here in Sacramento. So for the last six years, I've been managing a group of uh, business bankers. We support all the branches here in Sacramento. And uh, together with the other branches in the foothills and the other team in the foothills, we are able to do, we are number two in Sacramento in regard to the number of business loans that a financial institution can make here in the community. So we got a lot of experience. We have done a lot of a lot of loans. When you ask me about opportunities and examples, we have a lot because we have done many, many, many loans to the small business owners. So pretty much you've done the impossible. Uh, (laughs) Trying to make it possible. Now let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Let's start by why do a business need to prioritize established credit? And let's talk about businesses that either are starting mm-hmm. or businesses that have been, you know, running for a while, that they've been established maybe two, three years. Yeah. Why do we think it's important that they should establish credit? Yeah, exactly. Uh, as you know, when you start, you're not going to have business credit. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't start a business to remain in the same status that you are right now. You're going to grow the business. You probably will have the opportunity to get bigger, buy bigger equipment, maybe buy your own commercial building. And so for all that, you need to prepare yourself and grow yourself with the business, not growing only the business, but growing the business name, growing the business credit. Mm -hmm. How usually you start? Uh, Well, in order to start the the business credit usually is a business credit card. Okay. A business credit card do not require business credit experience. Okay. Basically personal credit experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, SBA also plays a big part on this because SBA, which is we are preferred lenders for SBA, uh, it gives us the opportunity to also offer a program that they have that if somebody's going to start a business, even though they don't have business credit, but they have an excellent personal credit. Mm-hmm. And for example, they're gonna open a restaurant. Well, they're gonna need freezers, they're gonna need any other type of uh, uh, features, chairs, or anything Machinery. for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can work on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can work on something, but we can work definitely with vehicles or equipment for for restaurants, for okay. example. So pretty much it's very important that the business owner has established credit. Good and mm-hmm. what happens when the business owner doesn't starts as a sole prop instead of a corporation? Do that matters to you? In the eyes of the bank, and I'm talking again, I'm talking on the on the side of US Bank. On mm-hmm. the on the side of US Bank, what we look at 
is at the numbers. Okay. We look at the experience. Mm -hmm. We look at the credit reports. Mm -hmm. We're not differentiating between you are a sole proprietor, you got your business under your social security, or you mm -hmm. have your business on their a tax ID number, okay. or do you have a corporation or an LLC? Mm -hmm. uh, either way you want to report, we will be able to analyze your request and we will be able to probably uh, grant you a loan. Okay, so now that we understand that it's not a priority for uh, business lending to be either a sole prop or a corporation LLC, let's talk about numbers. You said that numbers are very important. Mm -hmm. What happens when the bank looks at your bank statements and sees that you are commingling your personal life with your business. How do that look in front of you? Or let's say that this business presents the tax returns, okay? Uh -huh. Either for one, two, three years, depending on the requirements. Uh -huh. And then uh, you need more more documents to prove that there, that income is, is there. And you ask for bank statements. Uh, the bank statement is still showing that there's personal expenses going out. How do you, how do that look in front of you? Honestly, we will try not to look at the bank statements because okay. uh, bank statements, uh, like you say, they mm -hmm. might be commingling. Mm -hmm. Bank statements will not tell you okay. what if the business is successful, the tax returns, the financial statements will tell us mm -hmm. if the business is successful. Okay. Because in the tax returns, you're going to declare all the revenue or all your sales you have, mm -hmm. all the expenses that you have, and at the bottom, she will know if you have a profit or not. Okay. Or if you have taken advantage of depreciation or other deductions that we can work with. And it's still, it doesn't depend all about what are you, you depositing in the bank account. It's mostly is how's, how the tax, how returns, the tax returns tell us the story mm -hmm. in the past year. Mm -hmm. How did it go for you? So the tax returns pretty much is what's going to either give you the loan or not for what you're telling me with U.S. Bank. Well, U.S. Bank could go, if we have a prospect, a non-customer of the bank, we can probably go up to $25,000 in a loan for for somebody who has been in business for six to six months to, to two years. And uh, for existing customer that we know him, and we might probably go up to 50000 without asking tax returns. We have different opportunities to make loans without asking for the tax returns. Okay. We can, if you're gonna buy equipment mm -hmm. and you're being in business for for more than two years, we can probably consider you up to 150 or in some cases up to 250000 to buy equipment. Okay. 100% plus installation costs, plus taxes, but all those kind of things. But again, um, sometimes we don't ask for tax returns. I see. Wow. <laughs> that must be your lucky day. <laughs> That's why it's important that you have a good credit for yes. personally yes. and a good credit on the business side yes. because those loans will require both. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about a business plan for U.S. Bank or SBA? Do, does it matter to have a business plan in place? In the fields that I manage, which is basically between the loans of 5,000 to 250,000, mm -hmm. a business plan usually doesn't, doesn't come into play. Okay. Uh, again, I told you the bank, uh, US Bank is mostly uh, a lender based on history, mm -hmm. on the background of the business. Mm -hmm. And um, so when it comes to the business plan, the business plan usually comes with uh, 
with history, but mm-hmm. a lot of the time you do the business plan because you're going to start a business and you have projections. Okay. Right. And also in that business plans, you got to, you got to also tell the story about the owners and the experience that they have in that field. Mm-hmm. Some of the loans for SBA will require that. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. In the field that I work with, we work without the business plan. But the business plan is so important for the business owners because it basically is how it helps them to organize. And, and it, it also is a check and balances in regard to are they meeting their goals? That's, are they meeting their expectations? Yep. Are Absolutely. they on track? Mm-hmm. It's for their own. Mm-hmm. So now when all that success is transferred into the tax returns and we can analyze that, then we can even do more loans for them. Okay. And... SBA, let me ask you this. (laughs) I know you collaborate with SBA and you're one of the preferred uh, lenders, right? Yes, we are. So the reason why I'm asking is because uh, not too long ago, Mm -hmm. we were helping one of our clients to get an SBA loan. Yes. And they did want a business plan. So let's say this client comes to you first Mm -hmm. and you, you will, of course, try to make it as easy as possible, which I see that you are very lenient in a lot of the requirements and i'm really glad that mm-hmm. clients don't have to worry so much right but what if at the end of the day you still have to go through the sba will they be require a, a business plan in your experience in my in my experience usually we do not ask for a business plan but it's mm-hmm. going to be important about the background of the business owners the experience that they have how long have they been in that industry how what is the story they have to tell about how they manage the, uh, a business similar to the one that they're going to? I if see. they are established businesses, mm-hmm. again, the tax returns tell you the story, not okay. a business plan. Okay. I wanted to know that because, uh, you know, again, I was sharing that we already had that experience of helping this client get through the financials and stuff, mm-hmm. and they did require one. Now, yeah, this client could. went straight to the SBA. So I just wanted to understand the difference. What was the amount? Do you remember? It was about 275, 275,000. Yes. And it was to buy equipment because they're growing, you know. So now. um, How long have they been in business? uh, About three, four, three to four years, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in this case, if this client would have come to you, US Bank, (laughs) even though at, at the end of the day, you probably will you know, put them through SBA, you wouldn't be still requiring a business plan. No, okay. probably not. Wonderful. Most likely, most likely not. Most likely not. Most likely not. <laughs> so it's always good to have one ready, right? Why not? Uh, let's take a short break, Alex. And when we come back, we will discuss of the way of making this easier on clients when they want to grow their business why is what is it that you recommend for them to start preparing for a business loan and don't forget to uh, like us on a bd tax and finance group or friend me on facebook as brenda regimen we will be back When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you are having tax problems, are getting IRS letters, or experiencing a tax audit, call 916-476-3244 for a tax consultation with your host, Brenda Regimond. Brenda is a tax expert based in Sacramento, California. You can contact Brenda Regimond by phone or email at 916-476-3244 or Brenda 
at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. We all hear about information security, identity, and privacy threats. The more technology becomes part of our lives, with more data created to provide insights about our lives, the more concerned we need to be. That's why it's important to tune in to Data Security and Privacy with the Privacy Professor. Host Rebecca Harold is an internationally recognized expert in these areas. Rebecca and her guests will let you know how to keep your business and personal data safe. Listen live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Empowering Business Women. To reach Brenda Regimund on today's show, call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, you can send it to Brenda at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. Now back to Empowering Business Women by Brenda Regimund. We are back live and we have Alex Amaya today. He's one of our experts telling us of how to prepare for a business loan. So, Alex, let's go uh, back and let's talk about the requirements for a business application. Can you tell us the steps? Uh, you know, approaching U.S. Bank and applying for a loan is as easy as just walking into a branch and talking to a business banker or picking up the phone and um and asking to talk to a business banker. The business banker is an expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that I have supporting the branches, they are totally prepared to manage and to and to work with any business owner at any level. Again, I was telling you, we can manage uh, loans of 5,000, lines of credit, 10,000 or more. We can go up to 250,000. And what do we need at that point? You come in as a business owner and... Just keep, give me an amount. What, uh, what, what amount of loan do you think that, that uh, a customer will walk in? Your customers might walk in. Okay, so Tell let's me. say I'm a business that being, you know, uh, established for about four years. Cool. And now I really need to get a bigger store, especially if I'm a supermarket or I'm a restaurant. You want to grow. You want to grow the business. I want to grow the business. Okay. So I need to, if I'm going to move, to a bigger restaurant, of course, I need okay. a more furniture, uh-huh. you know, all their appliances, uh-huh. uh, more inventory. Okay? Sure. So what would you require from me at that point? Okay. So you're being in business for four years. You have a good credit. And, of course, I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. how's your credit? Okay. Any challenges that I should know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have some recessions and, and uh, we have some... Uh, 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 real estate uh, issues a uh, long time ago. How did it go? Most of those things, when you have a um, uh, trouble with your loans, uh, your home loans in the past, they, they are at a point that they were too long ago. And if after that you have managed your personal credit properly, it, it might be okay that okay. we consider you for a loan. Mm-hmm. Having said that, you know, 
that personal, your FICO that everybody talks about, mm-hmm. the, the how's your credit? I got 700 or more. Then we're talking. Okay. 680 is basically where we kind of draw the line. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about 700s up to 800s or over 800, I mean, people are definitely, they have good credit. They have a good record. So that's that's where to start. They've been consistent. So I'm going to be asking you for your name, your address, your uh, your social security. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the business name? That the business name that the business has their own tax ID number. Uh, is that a corporation or your sole proprietor? Is that an LLC? Uh, now, if you're talking about expanding, and you're probably going to need seventy-five thousand dollars because you're going to need to buy bigger refrigerators mm-hmm. and some of the furniture and all that, as you were saying, well, it depends because I could probably do refrigerators under one plan that we have, okay. and let's say that will be forty thousand. Uh, I might probably not need tax returns because you're my customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need forty thousand. I might consider that you're you're personal credit and your business credit, since you're okay. being in business for four years, should be enough. Uh, so we'll submit the application for that side. Okay. Now, on the other part, you're talking about furniture. Mm-hmm. Furnitures are a lot of pieces. You're talking about chairs, tables, mm-hmm. and fixtures or lamps and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then I have another department that they could work with that type of, of financing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will probably submit for, for that. So I'll be working probably with two different loan centers okay. that are trying to come up to the same goal. It's okay. getting the financing and get you the money that you need so you can move or uh, open up that new restaurant. But I'm going to be looking at your tax returns, how you have done in the prior four years. Mm-hmm. And if you're profitable and you're making enough money and you're capable to repay in the loan that you're mm-hmm. asking for. What if this loan was to pay uh, payroll tax? Are you able to do that? Are you able to lend for someone that has fallen behind on payroll tax? I know that's a big question. That is a big question and a very exception. I don't think too many people are on that situation. I hope not. I hope not either. Uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, it's workable, but please don't get into that. Right. But we'll we'll (laughs) try to help you, but... I would like to be more interested in knowing that I'm going to either uh, be helping you try to get a loan for your growth, mm-hmm. for you to buy your own building and you have your 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 own location and you know grow that business that you're so proud of. But so, uh, so don't, practic- don't get behind in your taxes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you know it's good to differentiate why do we need a loan because. What happens is that you said something very special, growth. We want to help you on your growth, Yeah. right? Payroll tax is not growth. No, actually. That is bad debt. <laughs> you're, you're fixing a problem that you have that you're probably not growing because you have issues with cash. Exactly. Basically what managing is. your revenues, managing your Your, your business plan didn't work. Mm-hmm. Your projections were not met. Your goals were not met. And you're probably right now uh, in a situation that you don't want to be at. Right, right. But you will still consider to actually look at that application if the, this person was that. In that I will situation. not tell anybody no. Okay. Because I... If somebody asked me for, for a loan, mm-hmm. I will submit an application, but... It's uh, it's something that it's uh, 
It's not the normal type of loans that right, we do. Right. It's, it's, it's not a typical loan that we do. Okay. I don't remember right now having processed one loan or that in my last uh, 16 years that I have with uh, wow. 17 years that I have with U.S. Bank. No. That's amazing, and I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that because, you know, um, a lot of businesses do fall back on not paying their taxes on time. And the reason is because they don't budget correctly. Huh? And that's why they need a good Nobody, CPA. No, exactly. <laughs> Check and balances and tell them where you're going. No, don't yeah. go that route. Exactly. You exactly. got to restrict yourself, make the expenses that you can afford mm -hmm. so you can allow the, the business to work uh, properly and to produce. It's always uh, advice. It's always needed, and we all need sure. to look for advice, right? Exactly. So what happens if I'm the business still, let's go back to that scenario, and I still need to go through that application, but there's two business owners, mm -hmm. and they're not related, you know? Yes. So in this case, what if I'm with good credit and yes. the other owner has bad credit? What happens to that application? It goes down. Okay. Is declined. So if there's two owners, both of them have to apply for the loan or one could apply for the loan? They they both have to be on the loan. I see. So the bad credit of the one person will carry to the other one and mm -hmm. the loan will be declined. Okay. Yes. That's very and important. And the bank requires that we have in the loans any owner that owns 20% 20, 20 or more mm -hmm. on the business. Okay. So at that point, you want to buy that guy out or you're going to say, okay, I'm sorry, compadre, but mm -hmm. uh, we have to go without you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That will be it's your a decision. That's situation. a legal story that I don't, don't yeah. get into. Yes. Usually for us, it will be it will be something that we cannot do. It will be we like, will require, I'm sorry, we right? Will, we yeah. will require. We will require that both of the owners have good credit. What about SBA? Would SBA be more lenient on Not that with side? The, no? uh, with U.S. Bank, it will be the same thing. Same thing. We go to SBA only mm -hmm. if we if we are kind of borderline of approving a loan. But, for example, if the business has been in existence only between six months and two years, then we can go to SBA and say, hey, okay. we think that this guy have a good record and they're doing good. So can you guarantee that? Which is we already kind of know. Mm -hmm. So we because we're preferred lenders, so we tell SBA, hey, this is a loan that we want to do. It's going to be guaranteed by you guys. Hey, just got to provide the forms and what is needed for them. And then they give us the approval and we'll go ahead to okay. do that. Can you tell me what happens when uh, I know that you said that you require or maybe you don't require for certain loans, the tax returns. But what if you look at the tax return mm -hmm. and it looks like it's not done correctly? And there's, yeah. you guys are experts. I'm an expert. When you see a tax return, it's so easy to understand that that tax return is missing a lot or something did not go right, right? Sometimes it does not make sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have seen, uh, I have seen uh, businesses that, Let's say they are a corporation and they're owned by two or three people. Okay. Two of the people might have uh, done their personal tax returns correctly. Okay. And if the, if the corporation have profits and they have to, you know, pass 
those profits to the owners, uh, let's say they are 33, 33, 33%, one third each owner, two of the owners did their tax returns properly, but one of the owners mm -hmm. is not showing in their tax returns that they got any income from the business. Oh, wow. That doesn't make sense, okay, right? Because exactly. we need to yes. see where 100% of the business mm -hmm. profit goes to the owners. Mm -hmm. and, and we have to tell those owners, you have to go back to your CPA. Mm -hmm. And by the way, this is what we're we're looking at yeah. and, and it needs to be corrected. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it might mean it means usually they have to pay more taxes because they have not declared some of the income mm -hmm. of the business. That's one of the of the issues that we can find. So at there. this point, you already found that there's uh, one of the business owners are, is not reporting the income. Mm -hmm. And you said, okay, this is an issue. We need, it, it needs Unless to be we fixed. fix it, we cannot move forward. Okay. That was the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I wanted to know. Okay, so what happens then? Do you close the loan or do you want them to reapply or or do you leave it open until that's fixed? It depends. Uh-huh. If, if it is a loan in certain departments, we might we might have to close that loan. Okay. If if we probably get to the point that it, that can be fixed and work it with the CPA and report to the IRS and then they present the, the, the proper back returns, mm -hmm. then we might probably work in the same application. Okay. But doing the second application, it shouldn't be an it, issue at all. I see. And some of them we can put them up. Uh, we can we can put it on hold. Some of them we don't. But usually we can work even with the second application. If you application. were to put it on hold, how long do you give? Like 60 days maybe or no, 30. 30 days? 30? 30. 30. Okay. So mm -hmm. they have 30 days to go and fix this. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, there's a huge possibility that it's going to cost some tax liability fixing no. this tax return, right? No. So this owner has to be prepared to pay the tax liability no. at the same time they're amending the tax return. Yep. And this is how they will present it to you again. Say, okay, this yep. is done and it's been paid. Then it will make sense because they will declare that income and then their tax returns will be prepared according to all the uh, all the income that they got and the taxes mm -hmm. they need to pay. Because mm -hmm. remember, the banks will check with the IRS if you are filing your taxes. Okay, that's a good question for me. Yep. How do they check? <laughs> there is a form, the 4506 that the financial institutions use so in that form, we ask you for permission to uh, pull from the IRS uh, a record that you have filed your taxes. What was the revenue that you declare? What is the income that you declare? Okay. So it's and nothing like, for example, somebody, and I know that you have not asked me that, but some people would ask me in the past is, mm -hmm. what about if I have a second set of tax returns? Oh. I have ones for me that I present to the IRS, <laughs> but I have the ones that I present to the banks. It's a big no-no. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work because, first of all, I mean, we're going to be checking with the IRS that you mm -hmm. have filed your taxes. Mm -hmm. 4506 is the form that we require from you to, mm -hmm. to sign to us, and then we check with them. How long does it take when the banks submit the 4506 to, for them to and that's, get this? That's one of the things that we uh, uh, still is in the work because sometimes it takes five days and sometimes but something is missing and is not properly filled up mm -hmm. or the tax, the, the, the tax ID number doesn't match. It might take longer, but probably we can say probably five days until okay. we get a, a report. Okay. Or, or it can be as 
as as long as three weeks, depending okay. on what the area is out of the control of the bank. It is. It is out of the control. And I just want to mention this because if you just amended that tax return, mm -hmm. just IRS itself is very behind on processing <laughs> that new amended return. Just imagine you already gave him more work and they they don't like it. Yeah, they but but let's talk about how fast can you get financing? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. like I told you, I mean, I can get somebody approved in two hours. Okay, not that I I'm like gonna, that. Not gonna, <laughs> not, not that I'm gonna have the funds for them in two hours, but at least I know in two hours mm -hmm. that let's say they're buying equipment, mm -hmm. right. seventy-five thousand dollars. They want to buy a truck for the business, or they are buying a new piece of equipment and they have a manufacturing. Uh, company okay okay or a printer and mm -hmm. they're going to buy one of those high big technology class uh printers right mm -hmm. they're going to be expensive mm -hmm. yeah we can because of your personal credit and with your business credit we can analyze you and approve you right. the only thing that we will need is your invoice okay and we pay the vendor and we can find out 100 percent I and then we can even pay for the installation and taxes and delivery. I like that because <laughs> remember, he just says we will pay the vendor. So what happens if you don't have a vendor yet? So you need to know what you can. You can be, you can better get approved, <laughs> and we can keep the approval for ninety days. Okay. And then, you, and then you can see. <laughs> oh, he is just the easiest lender I ever talked. To. <laughs> That's we, why, have, that's we, have we have different programs. We have different programs, and in some of those, uh, in, in the equipment, uh, some of those I might probably get you an approval in in a couple of days. Uh, again, uh, it depends on the requirements that the that the underwriter puts to us, and we're looking probably at lower rates, better terms, or going for not only five years, six years, or seven years, depending on the amount. It might take us a couple of weeks to close that loan. Okay. Uh, and if we put that loan on hold, it might probably take us. Uh, it, we might probably we might probably only have a window of about thirty days. I see. But you know, when the lender, when the when the customers come to us, they're usually prepared. Mm -hmm. They usually know what they want. Right. Right. They are not guessing. Mm -hmm. And I'm they shouldn't be because they have a business I'm, plan, right? right Prepared right. by you. <laughs> <laughs> you help us. Not too. necessarily, but I can tell you, you that too. we've been telling them. Uh, exactly. We tell our they, clients, they know you know what, what? get a business plan together sure. because yeah. we just want them to be ready. And we understand that the loan process is already as stressful as it is, but I'm glad to hear that with you, it's not that stressful. I just, I'm loving this conversation because- no, sometimes you, it's not it's not about me, it's not about you. Sometimes it's the, it's the vendor that needs to build or finish building that, that machine. Okay. So what about if the truck that you want mm -hmm. is in some place else mm -hmm. and it's still they need to get it here, they need to put the equipment. We can finance FedEx truck, for example. If you know, mm -hmm. FedEx are contractors and the companies, they manage routes. Mm -hmm. So they have their own trucks and okay. they, they are not really FedEx employees. Uh, they are people that uh, they, they have, uh, for example, they sell gravel, they sell uh, cement, mm -hmm. and they need big trucks. Right. But all those trucks also, sometimes somebody got to buy a piece here, a piece there, put it together, and if they don't have what they want, they're still probably going to take 15, 30 days for them to finish it and deliver it to you. I see. So 
Yeah, we can pre-approve so, you for that. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Let's go to a short break. And when we come back, we will hear more about Alex and Maya's business lending experience. Don't forget to friend me on Facebook at Brenda Regiment or like our business page, BD Tax and Finance Group. If you have questions, you can call the show at 866-472-5790. Thanks. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. If you are having tax problems, are getting IRS letters, or experiencing a tax audit, call 916-476-3244 for a tax consultation with your host, Brenda Regimond. Brenda is a tax expert based in Sacramento, California. You can contact Brenda Regiment by phone or email at 916-476-3244 or Brenda at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. You hear about it all the time. Compromises, destructive malware, major breaches. You can't turn on the news without hearing about the latest cyber event. Learn more about cybersecurity, how it has become one of the most significant threats to our national security, and the battle experts undergo every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Task Force 7 Radio with host George Ritas is the voice of cybersecurity around the world. Tune in live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Empowering Business Women. To reach Brenda Regimond on today's show, call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, you can send it to Brenda at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. Now back to Empowering Business Women by Brenda Regimond. We are back live and to the show on Facebook, and we are in the last segment of the hour. Alex, can you give us some examples of how businesses loan help businesses that you know to grow? Well, just examples of industry. We've been talking. We've been talking a lot about you know equipment purchases, vehicle purchases for the businesses. Mm -hmm. But if, for example, the business owner needs like an influx of cash in okay. the business, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, we can do that. We can do what we call a general business assets loan. Okay. Okay. And we can we can do it depends on what you need and the size of the business. We can do it anywhere between five to two hundred and fifty thousand on the program that I manage. Mm -hmm. In my other my other partners in the community here, uh, we can do up to ten million too. Uh, there are many different loans. You can purchase commercial property too with those loans. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we can help the customer in many different ways. Okay. Giving them the money for the purpose, what they need, and, and buying what they need, 
or we can give them lines of credit, business lines of credit that they can have in case of emergency. Tell us about the difference. I would like our yeah, audience again, to understand. Again, a loan is for a purpose, a specific mm -hmm. purpose. You're going to buy a vehicle. You're going to buy equipment. Okay. You're going to you're going to buy more inventory, or uh, or the expansion of the business requires that you hire more people, and then you get to get more furniture. It depends on the business that you are how you grow and what the requirements on that, okay. we can give you a loan that will give you the money and you buy whatever or you spend it the way how the business needs. Okay. Okay? Uh, a line of credit is different. Okay. How does a, that work? A line of credit is just just think about your personal credit card. Okay. All right. You get, uh, you get Visa to allow you a limit of $10,000. Mm -hmm. With that mm -hmm. one, you can purchase a ticket because you're going to be traveling. Mm -hmm. You can book your hotels. Mm -hmm. And when you come back from that trip with all the expenses you made over there, you came and pay it. Okay. Okay. And you're done. I mean, it, it's still there. It's still available. It's, yeah, yeah. As soon as yeah. you pay that balance, the 10000 in your credit card is still there, right? Right. Right. Yeah. right. What happens when uh, when you spend a lot on your credit cards and you don't pay them down? Oh, that's the balance is there, right? The balance is there. Yes. So let's talk about a little bit about that. Yes. We're talking about personal credit. Do not allow yourself to have higher balances on your credit cards compared to your limit because the uh, the um, the credit agencies will rate your credit and will drop your credit if your balances are. At, at a higher percentage. Usually the bank would like to see, and they would like to see also that you are like no more than 30, 35% in usage of all your balances that you have available in your credit card. Mm -hmm. If you are in the 60s and 75% usage, you never pay them down. Mm -hmm. I mean that you're mismanaging that. Right, right. Let's transfer to the business side, Brenda. Mm -hmm. The same thing applies. Okay. If I give you a line of credit for 100000 for your business, mm -hmm. basically what we have analyzed with you and the needs that you have is that you're going to use that 100000 occasionally mm -hmm. in emergencies. In emergency, right. You're going to use it to bridge from one point to another. Mm -hmm. uh, again, some of your customers are having a little bit of trouble paying you a couple of invoices. Those invoices are important for you. They, yes. they, they are probably some of the invoices up to 20,000 mm -hmm. and your payroll is coming up. Now you got to pay your workers, you got to pay everything and even utilities, everything in the business. And so what happens? Much that is an emergency. Then, then your bank account is low. Mm -hmm. How are you going to pay that? Are you going to issue that check? Mm -hmm. If you issue that check, it's going to bounce. Right. Or if the bank pays, they're going to charge you, yes. and then you have to pay it back. So that's when you use the line of credit. Okay. That's when you go up there and use the line of credit. But those invoices are going to be paid by mm -hmm. those your customers eventually. So we know they're coming. Then it you pay them back. Yes, absolutely. And you ask how you use it. You can use seventy-five thousand. You have a hundred thousand. You can use seventy thousand. You can use eighty thousand. Maybe you're planning in paying those back in the next three months. Mm -hmm. Don't don't plan to pay them. In six, oh, I can months. use it. I'm going to pay it. <laughs> I think I'm going to pay him in, in a year or two years, I can get that line of credit down. If you're using that money for that purpose, it's because you're using the wrong money. Mm -hmm. You should be using a loan. You can mm -hmm. probably then go to your bank and say, hey, I know that I have a line of credit for 100000 but right now I'm going to buy more supplies. I'm going to hire more people. I'm going to expand my business. So I need a loan. Don't put it on the 
business line of credit because wow. you're using the wrong So there's a big money. difference on emergencies. Yeah. And, you know, I like to define emergency because sometimes we think that emergencies is just a need, but it's not a need. It's an emergency, you know, and a lot of us. Unplanned, <laughs> unplanned emergency. It's an unplanned. Okay, that's the best definition <laughs> for no, an emergency. No, but again, if, if somebody doesn't pay you back uh, in, in your invoices, you, you're going to be short of money. That's, uh, that's not an emergency, but it is a business need. Right. Okay. okay. So if you get to hire more people, but you can pay that back right away once you hire and you buy more uh, chairs and, and desks and all kind of thing, but you're going to pay it faster because your business is producing, that's fine to use the line of okay, credit. Okay, but let's stop there. If mm -hmm. you're going to hire more people, yeah. this person that you're hiring has to help you grow the business. Yes, sure. Because... You're not only hiring this person to put more liability into the business, mm -hmm. and now you're in trouble, you have an emergency, mm -hmm. and go into the line of equity alone, mm -hmm. you know? So you it has to make sense. You have to plan this. And let's, let me ask you, what does Don's and Brad, Brand Street report means? The Don's and Brand Street, the mm -hmm. being, uh, the, uh, it's, uh, that is the business, credit bureau basically okay. and that one will report to us how well you manage paying your vendors I see. or the banks for the business loan and this is when you have established credit for the EIN or how do that work so would it be under your social security uh, well it can be under the social security it can be under the the business tax ID number but again, it's only going to be for the business loans okay, or the business lines of credit. I see. And usually the banks report to that bureau only mm -hmm. on the business loans and business credits. They do not report any personal in there. And usually they do not report business loans or lines of credit to the personal side. They stay with the Dunson Brustry. Okay. But there is, that is more strict. Because if you think about a credit card that you got a payment for Macy's and it's due on the 20th and you're going to pay it on the 30th, mm -hmm. uh, it will not show in your personal report mm -hmm. that you, you have, were late because right, the late right. that they report is only 30 days or more, mm -hmm. right? right? And they don't report how, when do you make the payment. Okay. They do. So if you have They a can business. tell me if you have been paying your invoices, wow. okay? Eight days late, ten days late, or thirty days late. They, they, so, so what if? Let's put an example. What if I have a city card, Mastercard, or Visa? Okay. And it's for the business. Sure. It has the business name, the yes. EIN, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm late two days. That mm -hmm. means that that is gonna be reported on this yeah. report. Yeah. Wow, I it didn't can, know that. It can show up exactly because you did not pay it under the due date. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we can see. Okay. Yeah, we can and see. And of course, that doesn't look good on the business owner, it doesn't, right? It, it, it gives a little bit of concern. Okay. Okay. And that might be the difference why if in a loan that is a small loan and probably 30000 I'm not requiring tax returns normally, mm -hmm. I might probably say, you know, 
we believe in this customer, but we need to see the tax returns now. I see. Now that they might be that the That's bank will say, yeah. I want to see, and usually we ask only one year tax returns. We I don't see. ask for two or three in the small loans. Up to Unless it gets very complicated and you still want to help that client. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but again, we'll ask for two or three tax uh, years of tax returns for uh, loans that are bigger and more complicated. And uh, for a reason, we need to see a trend, we need to see growth, we need okay. to see, uh, you know, history year after year and mm -hmm. how that is managed. Because we're going to be talking now half a million, a million, a million and a half, two million dollars in loans. Right. That is, we need more information to determine that you are capable of repaying. The bank is interested in that you are capable of repaying the loan. Right, not to default. That's Absolutely. It. You have to have that cash flow. Yes, I totally understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, we are pretty much almost closing the show, and I want to ask you, what is your final message to our audience today? What do you recommend for these people that need a loan and are out there still trying to figure out if they qualify or not? What would you tell them? I, I say you need to have a good conversation with your CPA or your, uh, your uh, tax advisor. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones who are probably going to tell you that you're going in the right track. Uh, they're probably going to see if, uh, if something is not working correctly. Mm -hmm. And basically, they're the ones who's going to put on paper your history. Mm -hmm. So a good communication with them it is. But keep up on your personal credit and keep up with your vendors. And everything has to pay on time. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no other way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes we just need to remember that even though we have incorporated or even though we have an LLC, which is another you know, form of business, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be responsible for your own credit as an owner. Because at the end of the day, the lender will still look up the way your responsibility. We will, we will ask you to personally guarantee the loan, even if it is for the business. So if you, if you, believe in your business, mm -hmm. then you should sign for the business. Exactly. Why it's the absolutely. bank is going to give you the money absolutely. is you say, I'm not, I'm not going to sign for that. Absolutely. Alex, I want to thank you today <laughs> for being with us and collaborating all this great information. Uh, I want to thank the audience for tuning in today. Our special guest for next show will be Edgar Sanchez, real estate expert, who will tell us all about if it's a seller or buyer's market. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. We will be bringing more business resources to our social media pages. If you have any questions about business tax, you can always call us at 916-476-3244. And again, this was Brenda Regimen. Talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Empowering Businesswomen by Brenda Regimen. We hope you'll join us for another edition next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great weekend.